What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. Today, I have something a little bit different to share with you, and it's something that I think you're going to get a ton of value from because, uh, well, we did this for a live audience. Over a 100 people attended, and uh, this was live online. It was a live stream, and what we did was we pulled back the curtain, and we did three Etsy shop growth reviews. And basically what we did is we had people submit their shops and that would want to be considered to kind of go in the hot seat. And we ended up picking three out of about, I think it was about 50. I forget the exact number, but there was a bunch and we just picked three for right now. We may go and do a few more, but we did pick three that we felt were going to be really, really good to go over in front of a live audience. And then also, so everyone can learn from what we, what we gave as advice. So once again, I just want to say, if you're not hanging out with us over in the rock, your brand community over in the Facebook group, you should probably head on over there. Uh, cause we do stuff like this and, uh, you can do that by heading over to brandcreators.com forward slash group, and then just request to join and we'll let you in. All you gotta do is be cool. And you probably are if you're listening to this podcast. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, there was a lot of benefits here for the audience members. So I know it's going to be very beneficial for you just to hear us go through and dissect and really give ideas also in niching down or what we call niche hacking. And uh, you can see it in real context. All right. And I say, see it, you're going to be listening to it, but if you want to watch it, then I would go over to the Facebook group and you'll see it inside the group. But if you just want to listen in totally cool, that's what you're going to do right now. So I'm going to leave it at that. Sit back, relax and enjoy. All right. We are officially live on this Wednesday afternoon and I am fired up because we are going to do one of my most favorite things. And that is doing deep dives on people's businesses. And in this case, we are going to be diving into some Etsy shops. Uh, about, uh, I'd say about a month ago, I, I threw it out there and I, uh, I think it was in the Facebook group. And I said, hey, who wants a free Etsy shop audit, a review, a growth strategy? We are going to be doing these. Debbie and I have been doing these for some of our students that have uh, basically upgraded uh, on one of our classes, and we've been doing these, and we ha- we really enjoy them. They're just a lot of fun, but they're also very, very educational, I find, from a lot of people. So many people say, I love these because I learn so much by hearing you go through these. So that's what we're going to be doing today. I'm going to be sharing with you guys three Etsy shops. I've already gotten their permission. Part of the deal was I was I was needing to be able to share the shop itself in order to do these, duh, right? And then we want to be able to, uh, from there, do a deep dive. And really, Debbie and I are going to take these, deconstruct them a little bit, but also maybe do a little bit of like niche stacking, as we call it, where we can kind of drill down a little bit deeper. But I'm super excited. Debbie, I know you're super excited. Super excited. Are you excited? I am excited. I was excited about the response that you received on that. Like, I think we had over a hundred shops. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we, had, we had a bunch, we, yeah. we had a bunch and we, we did handpick these because we wanted these and, and we'll do a few more because we still have some that I think would make really good mm-hmm. Etsy shop audits. Right. And guys, what we're looking for is really what has somewhat potential Right. That isn't just jumping on a trend and trying to do the T-shirt, like just go ahead and find the, you know, 
or, or trademark stuff. Like some people had some stuff that was like trademarked and stuff like we're not going to touch that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we had a lot of people submit these and, uh, it was awesome. And we'll do it again. We'll mm-hmm. definitely do it again. Yeah. Uh, we love doing this. We're actually doing another one of these for our paid class uh, this afternoon. We're going to be doing one, but it'll be a little bit even deeper because we're going to be pulling up theirs, getting some feedback back and forth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited about this. I know Chris Schaefer is here. I don't know if he's 100% with us. Is he with us? I, I see him. Is. Yes, he is. He's got his hey, earphones Chris. on now. Chris, are you officially here now? I think I am. Uh, I've been standing here 15 minutes trying to get my Bluetooth to work. And I went, well, I guess we just got to go old school. Reset my computer twice. It says, hey, your Bluetooth's turned on. And it's not. So you guys can deal with the big old earmuffs today. I like that. Uh, but I can hear you. I know, it's not, I mean, thanks. I guess I, I'll, I'll, go get a, I'll go get a suit uh, while, I'm, <laughs> while I'm here. But yeah, man, I, I love seeing these shop audits come in and I love seeing how active this community is. Scott, you and I were talking about this the other day. It, you know, it is mostly still a beginner community. Um, but the one thing that I've noticed with people who are looking into the Etsy thing, maybe you've been selling on Etsy a little while, is that everybody really is there to help each other, which is something that's really cool. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to do this today was to just give back a little bit more than we're already doing, right? And say, hey, here's what we're seeing. Here's what we're not. This is what's happening in between. And I wanted to give a shout out to everybody that's hanging out with us because you guys are the ones that are giving us the inspiration to keep doing this. And Scott, I know we now have a goal of every time we go live. uh, It was given to us by a a viewer last week who said she keeps telling her friends, right? And every time she says that they need to watch it because it's the best one, the next one's the best one yet. That's now our motivation moving forward, y'all. So uh, (laughs) if you have, (laughs) I know, right? And, but that's why we're here. There's, there's now three of us here today, yeah. right? Instead of Debbie hanging out in the comments with us, just so that we can try to give you guys as much value and show you what's working and what's not in the real world, which a lot of times I know we talk theory, we talk uh, some of those kinds of things, but today we're showing real world examples of what is working, what's not, and the changes that we would make if there are any. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And guys, if you are on here uh, live or if you are even watching this on the replay or if you're on the podcast, doesn't matter. Uh, if you guys want to submit your shop for a potential future Etsy audit, then go ahead and submit it. Either message me personally, Scott Volker on Facebook. You can do Debbie Ann. you can do Chris Schaefer, uh, or you can send us an email. Mm-hmm. And that could be sent to support at brandcreators.com and just put in Etsy audit potential uh, mm-hmm. or something like that, or just Etsy audit. And we'll, you know, mm-hmm. um, now these are, again, these ah. audits that we're doing are going to be, like I said, we're going to try to do these a little bit quicker than we normally do them. Cause I want to get three of them in usually Debbie and I sit down for about 25 to 30 minutes and we do a deep dive. So we're going to go through these kind of fast, but we're, you're going to at least be able to hear how our thought process is and what we're looking for. And also brainstorming with all three of us here together. So just understand that. So if you are at all interested, yeah, just let us know. You can even put it in the comments and we can reach out to you. All right. And uh, again, these here that we're doing are free. Uh, We do uh, also offer these as a paid service. So if you're interested in those as well, go ahead and uh, just reach out to us and we can let you know more details on that. All right, cool. Chris, are we ready then? Is the tech stuff working now? Am I actually coming through? Are we good to go? Everything on the uh, the cloud side of things appears to be working. Uh, so we'll figure out Bluetooth stuff later, but everybody can see and hear us. We're seeing hello, me, hello, hello. 
We're getting questions on YouTube already. So it looks like we're ready to rock. And guys, as always, if you have any questions along the way, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, or you're listening on the podcast, right? Obviously, you can't live chat us a question if you're listening on the podcast, but you can shoot those to support at brandcreators.com. If you're on with us live, whatever channel you're watching us on, as soon as that pops into your head, drop it in the chat. I'm going to be bouncing back and forth. Uh, And if we have a little bit of time left at the end, we may address some of them live uh, here with you guys as well. Mm -hmm. Can I just say one thing before we start? I notice a lot of people share their shop links and groups, and that's not a great idea. For one, you really don't want to expose your shop to a whole group. And also you're getting unsolicited um, clicks, and it's just not good for your Etsy shop overall because people will go click and you're going to get the visits and they're not buying. So, you know... Share it privately if you want with, you know, one of us or, you know, a friend that you might have in the group, but don't share them in groups. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yeah, and I I would say also on something like that is like if you are sharing it, like these people here are sharing these with us, but we are sharing it with a community of people that I believe are there to help one another to, Mm -hmm. you know, and yes, you might get some people that are going to click over there, but I I would say when you're doing that in just these random groups that Mm -hmm. you're just getting this unsolicited feedback, a lot of times you're just not going to get the best feedback. Um, So I would just hold off on that. If you have questions about certain areas, then yes, maybe. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. So I'm going to go ahead and add my screen here and you can see that beautiful thumbnail that I made that I worked so hard on. And if you guys are listening to this podcast, you can't see it, but I spent a lot of time on that. Um, My thumbnails, I'm actually having a fun time with my thumbnails on YouTube. So if you guys have been a YouTube subscriber, actually guys, if you are on YouTube and you have, uh, you know, came through on one of these videos, let us know that you're on YouTube and you're actually, uh, you're, you're digging the videos. So let, let, let us know that. All right, cool. So we're going to get moving along here. So, okay. I'm just going to open it up and dive right in. So this email came in from Tamara. Now I'm not going to read every email that came in, but I did want to let you know, just to kind of see where, uh, where they are coming from. Okay. So basically said, I would really love to have you review this shop and I'm open to your honest feedback and critique. Currently, this is a side gig, which I want to turn into a full-time income. Now, the other thing that um, that Tamara said here was uh, that uh, they're focusing on the garden niche, okay? Now, we all know, I've talked about the garden niche, everyone talks about the garden niche, and I still think there's opportunity in the garden niche, okay? You just have to find that one area to get started and then start building some momentum. And just remember, just remember, competition is out there, but competition is really there when you're just creating mediocre or just copy and pasting some graphics or creating something in Canva and not putting a lot of time and effort into it, or at least creativity into it. Understand that competition really doesn't matter if you have a design or if you have a product that other people can't really copy legitimately. Okay. So just understand that. So that's why I say like, 
Yeah, you can go in the garden niche if you want to. You just have to find an angle, get yourself in the door, and then start creating decent, you know, good uh, creative designs and put them on products that people are buying. Like that's, that's it. Um, so that's it. I just wanted to just kind of throw that in there. It is in the garden niche and uh, they're using Printify, T-Launch and Printed Mint. Um, and I have sub niched a bit for now with focus on frogs. I like that, by the way, I like that we're focusing on one area. Uh, I'm current. I, yeah, I am currently at six sales, but seem to be at a standstill yet again. Now this was sent in about probably, I don't know, close to 30 days ago. So I wonder how it's doing now, but let's go ahead and take a look. It's Anya's garden custom gifts. All right. Now we have this here. We're looking at the, at the banner. Uh, which looks fine, I think. And Debbie, I'd like your thoughts here in a minute. Um, but I'm just going to kind of just go through here and see what I'm seeing at first glance. If you guys are listening, you can't see. I'm just scrolling through her shop. And I'm seeing, let's see here. I see some shirts. Uh, I see, let's see here, wrapping paper that has some strawberries on it. I have a boho floral tote bag, garden gardening lover, little tote bag, another tote bag with some frog or a frog on it. Uh, grandma's garden, uh, with some, uh, looks like Mason jar type of, uh, drawings. Then we have milf man. I love frogs, which by the way, milf is also meaning something else nowadays, which I just learned that the other day. And, uh, it's kind of crazy, but I'm not going to get into that. We're going to talk about the ones with frogs. Uh, we're going to go there. Uh, we have, uh, rugs love grows here. We have a little mat that goes in front of the door. Uh, we have some boots with the frogs on it. We have tumblers. Uh, so this is, I mean, this all looks pretty good and it does look like they're targeting frogs for the garden. And it looks like mushrooms because the mushrooms are with the frogs. So Debbie, what's your first thought by looking at this, at the shop? Well, if she's really going to niche down to frogs, I would probably have that in the banner. Anya's garden, custom gifts, and then, you know, frog niched or whatever, and then show a little frogs in there. Like, I like the florals you have, um, but lemons, and I think those are gardenias, they really don't, I, I don't know what I'm getting in that shop. So when I land so there, it's not clear. I think this is good for you and I to have this conversation because you and I did not go over this stuff. So this is a good, yeah. this is a great exercise for you guys to kind of pay attention to here. So I'm going to push back on Debbie a little bit and I'm going to say, okay, I like that. Okay. Yes. We're going to target that, but are we still going to be able to open up to sub niches? Cause I don't want to just be about frogs. Right. I want to be garden stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be maybe gnomes, right? I want to add right. those in there. I want to mm -hmm. add other mm -hmm. garden, maybe like there, there's actually one that I found that I'll share here in a second, like these little garden doors that go in the garden that people make. Yeah. So with that, would you start there and change out the banner as you start to evolve? Um, yeah. Or you could put in, you know, frogs, flowers, lily pads, ladybugs, like kind of I like incorporate that. everything yeah. into the banner. That yeah. way it's open. Because I'm looking at this and I didn't do all of the research yet, but I would want to go, okay, is there enough demand for just building a garden type shop about, you know, you know, I like frogs. Mm -hmm. probably not. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where that niche stacking comes in, where right. we have to start to add these shoulder niches mm -hmm. in there. Um, I do have some examples I'm going to be sharing here and kind of showing you guys how I drill down, which I didn't even share these 
uh, with Debbie when I was putting this together. So this is kind of cool because this is how Debbie and I would be brainstorming. And if you, for those of you that don't know, Debbie and I started a business, uh, gosh, five, six years ago and ended up building that into a pretty good size e-com business and then sold it. And then uh, we kind of came back after she started working with Etsy. So her and I have had these conversations just privately, and this is kind of how we do it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's pretty cool for you guys to be able to experience that. Chris, what's your thoughts real quick? Uh, did you have anything you wanted to add in here before I move on? Yeah, I'd say this This is something, and I think Tamara is actually headed in the right direction with the niching down side of things, yeah. right? One of the biggest mistakes, and I've gotten maybe three, four emails in the last two days saying, hey, I'm not making any sales, right? Like I, I'm kind of doing the niche thing and you go and you look and you're like, okay, well, they are in cats. Most of this stuff is cats, um, but it's not a specific breed, right? It's a little general. We're just saying, I love cats. Maybe we should niche it down. And I think she did a great job, at least so far of saying, okay, I'm going to start one level deeper right? Because mm -hmm. those are going to be the people who buy. I'm not necessarily at a place where I can just put up a, you know, a black cat shadow pillow thing, right? Um, because there's too many people there right now and no one knows me. Maybe I should focus on Siamese cats or what are the big uh, like ragdoll cats or something mm -hmm. like that, right? And she at least has taken it that far, um, which I'm very glad to see. So mm -hmm. as we start to get a, a little deeper into this, I'm curious how far down that road she's gone. And Scott, did you say she has gotten some sales of this, like six sales at this yeah. point? Yeah, it looks like there's six sales on the shop as of right now. Yeah. And I, I, do you know when she started? Uh, it, I think this is a secondary shop. I think she had what we call kind of like a, a general garage store. sale or a general store. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then after she started to kind of like listen to our methodologies and stuff, it made a lot of sense. She wanted to start doing this and, and that's the direction she's going now. So it's, it's a very young shop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, 106 products listed right now. Mm -hmm. And it looks yeah. like she is a product creation machine. Uh, yeah. And again, as we get into this, that's good. But I think six sales at this point is pretty good because it sounds like it's a fairly new store. Yes, she's been around for a little bit. So she understands some of the ins and outs, but six sales in what would you say? It's got two months, a month. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's a good foundation. Now we just have to figure out where those sales are coming in and if we can grow that side of the business or if we need to niche up, niche down, use a shoulder niche, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. All right, so let's move on because I do have some examples here. So uh, this is the first one that I went after here inside of Everbee. Uh, man, I love frogs. All right, so the 63 results here. Now, I kind of highlighted some things. If you guys are listening, I'll try to describe it as best as possible so you guys can still benefit from the audio of this. But basically what I'm always looking at is estimated sales. So I'm sorting by estimated sales. So this way here or revenue, uh, either one. And I'm looking at the first one, which is a basic t-shirt, but it's a retro frog t-shirt. And it has MILF on it, okay, with uh, it looks like a picture of a frog and a couple of mushrooms. All right. So selling for 19 bucks, at least that's what it says here. Um, 432 sales, 8,204 in revenue last month. And then eight months, the listing has been live and total sales is 34.89. But if we go over to where I have the uh, favorites highlighted, I did that because I wanted you to be able to see, I look at that row to really validate a niche. So if we're looking at that, it's been favorited 18,541 times. So when people ask, is there demand for this particular thing? And the answer is in this case, yeah, there are, right? And that's, to me, that's above uh, average and above normal. 
I mean, we're talking that it's only been live for eight months and it's gotten 18,500 favorites. Moving down to the next one, very similar. It looks like a very similar uh, style. And that one is frog co coffee mug. Um, and then that one there has, uh, let's see, 240 estimated sales, 4,704 last month as far as $4,704. It's been active for three months. It's gotten 725 total sales. So that 240 was actually for the month. And uh, it's been favorited 2,733 times in, what did I say? Three months. All right. I have another one that I circled here or that I highlighted framed cowboy frog. And that one there is $2,020 in the last 30 days, 101 sales. It's been active for one month. Okay. 912 favorites. And then one more that I highlighted, another shirt, cowboy frog t-shirt. So do you see, I circled them because I have retro frog t-shirt, framed cowboy frog and cowboy frog t-shirt. All right. So I have three unique, uh, different keywords is really what I'm looking at and how people are arriving here. And that last one, by the way, was 91 sales, the last 30, $1,727 in estimated revenue last month, two months old and 181 sales total and 1,560 favorites. So that's the first thing that I did guys. So I, I like, okay, going after frogs, let's go ahead and see what like something like what someone would be searching for. And then I found out that MILF is a thing. And then I'm like, man, I love frogs. Okay, let's type that in. Let's see what it brings back. And then I just use Everbee to kind of pull in that data, which by the way, if you're watching this or listening to this and you're wondering what tool we're using, if you've never heard of it, it's called Everbee. Great tool. I know the uh, creator and the, uh, the owner of Everbee. Great guy, Cody. Um, and I'm also an affiliate for it because I believe in it. So if you're interested in trying it for free, you can head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash Everbee and uh, you can try it for free. No credit card required. I believe you get 10 free searches a month. Um, so check it out. Um, Debbie, what do you what do you think of this? Yeah, I mean, obviously you you validated it and that's what we're all about doing. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, these numbers are off the charts. So don't think you have to see these kind of numbers to validate something. These just happen to be really popular. Now, my question would be, is this just a trend? Is the MILF going to be gone next week? Like, I wouldn't mm -hmm. go make a bunch of MILF products. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you want to put your own spin on it. Just based on this, a lot of these graphics look the same to me. Mm -hmm. So first thing you want to do is make yours look entirely different you know, you could use the same color schemes and whatnot, but put your elements together differently. Maybe, you know, the placement of the word MILF, you know, around the mushrooms, just make it totally different. Don't make it like this. The one thing I want to point out, Deb, is on the one there that says framed cowboy. Mm -hmm. That one there is not one of those designs. That's totally different. So that's not okay. even like MILF. Okay. Um, it's 101 sales, $2,000 in the last 30, and it's been active for one month. Okay. So, you know, so we would then go into, to framed cowboy, but let, let me show you what I found next here. Okay. So, okay. So this is one that's not MILF it's country toads. Take me home. So it's kind of like, you know, the old song from, I forget who it was. Um, country road, take me country home. road, take me home. Who was that? Chris, Chris do you know who that was? John Denver, I think. John Denver. There we go. Um, so 20 people, 20 plus people have it in the cart right now. 
Okay. And it's cowboy frog t-shirt is the main keyword. And we also have funny Western froggy shirt. Um, what is that? Cottage core froggy mm-hmm. tee, oversized unisex t-shirt, mm-hmm. toad shirt, frog lover shirt, retro tee. Right. And then I'm looking at inside of the tags. I'm getting ideas here. Now, if you're looking at, and if you guys are listening, I'll tell you what I'm seeing here. If you see in the tags that there's uh according to Everbee, if you're looking at those search volumes, it says zero. Don't pay attention to that. Uh, I will say this for Everbee and for every other keyword tool out there, they are basically using data points internally to try to figure out what that is. So that's not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would never go off of the search volume that is being reported. What I would do is I would use the tags to see what they're using because they've probably done some research of what people are searching for. So that's what I would use that for. I wouldn't use it for like, oh, look at that Western t-shirt got 542 searches. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I would go after cowboy frog shirt, right? Um, The cottage core thing. I've never heard of that. Uh, Funny frog retro, maybe Um, like stuff like that. That's, that's what I'm doing there. And that's how I'm using this data. But this here, I mean, look at it's crazy. It's uh, two months old, 1,560 favorites. Uh, let's see here. 34 reviews, uh, total sales, 181, 91 sales last month, $1,727. Just this one shirt mm-hmm. and 20 people have it in their carts. So that tells you it's, it's something that people are definitely into for whatever reason. Uh, well, we going also on to- want to specify too. We don't yeah. all want to go out and make shirts. There's more no. to this. This is just validating Thank that you. the frog yeah. cowboy is a search. Yeah. You know, you know what that I'm so glad that you said that Debbie, mm-hmm. because no, I am not saying that you should go create like a t-shirt company. No. What I'm saying is, is this is validating that people are searching for cowboy frog shirt, right? Or cowboy frog. Okay. Mm-hmm. And right. that's all I'm looking for. I'm not just looking for it to be a shirt. I'm looking for like people like this, this thing, right? This cowboy frog. Right. right. And I'm trying to validate that there's people that are actually like some people could probably take this and frame it and put it up into one of their bonus rooms or maybe their pool room or something Mm -hmm. like that. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's something that we could also use for that, but it's, it's something that's also validating that cowboy frog is something that's being uh, looked up Mm -hmm. and that people are purchasing. Right. All right. Um, Next one garden gnome. And I think I got that from one of the other tags. I thought it might've been in one of these other ones. I don't know if it was that one. It might've been this one. I saw gnome somewhere and I don't know where I saw it, but when I did, I said, okay, let me do a little bit of research there, but check this out. This is a personalized couple print, custom frog illustration, anniversary engagement, Valentine's gift idea. Cute wall decor. These are all the things that are in the title, by the way, but there's 20, uh, there's 20 of these in people's carts right now. It's three months old. It's, uh, been favorited 2,228 times total sales, 256, um, 85 monthly and 1,664. So what this basically is, is it's a print and then they personalize it with, uh, with the couple. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like, uh, an anniversary gift. Yeah or a celebration of the two people together gift, right? And then they're personalizing it. Um, so in, if you if we look at the tags right here, we see boyfriend gift idea, colorful retro print, uh, hippie poster print, retro frog, 
Uh, what else? Girlfriend gift idea, mm-hmm. retro frog prints, mm-hmm. anniversary gift. So those are the things that people are searching for that could bring them to this. Now, this is not a t-shirt. This is a framed print, or it could be a canvas. Mm-hmm. Um, so just another idea. But again, I'm validating frogs is what right. I'm doing. Right. Right. Okay. Let's look at garden gnome. That's where I was before I got ahead of myself. So gnomes, again, I'm thinking garden, right? So garden gnomes, I've, I've seen gnomes in gardens. Like usually if you're a garden person, you might be into gnomes that you can put in your garden, something like that. Well, I'm just looking again once, you know, once again, I'm just looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the data. I'm looking at Everbee right now. And I pulled the search for garden gnome. There's 69 listings out of those. There's uh, a lot of sales. Now, these ones are more realistic than the last one as far as like what you can expect, maybe. Uh, And we have 228 sales on a product, 172 on another. This is per month, by the way. 73 on another, 50 on another, 15, 37, and 127, right? That's like the top, you know, what is that? Three, six, seven. And the revenue ranges from $5,465 a month to $812 a month. Okay, and that one there is just a, I think the last one there is like a, uh, an SVG digital download type mm-hmm. thing. So let's just exclude that one. I'm looking at the other one though. It's a professional uh, gnome football thing. And I don't think it's a football where it's, it's teams. It's just basically a set that's mm-hmm. representing football. Um, and uh, obviously we would want to make sure it's not trademarked or something, but it's again, just getting ideas that gnomes are selling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the one thing that I did see here is a uh, fairy door. Otis something another, right? So I got thinking, I'm like, fairy, hmm, how about fairy garden? There's probably people into that. Again, we're looking at the garden. We're looking at gnomes. We're looking at frogs. We're like, what else could we potentially mm-hmm. kind of sub niche down into and kind of stack some of these together? Well, I found this. Yeah. Debbie, this is crazy. Yeah. My fairy tale doors. Someone is selling only fairy tale doors for their gardens. Mm-hmm. It's Look a big this. thing. Fairy, fairy gardens. My mom had one. So, and she loved it. So, so, cute. so fairy garden, right? Mm-hmm. Fairy tale garden, mm-hmm. outdoor decor. Yep. One year, four months old. It's gotten 127 reviews, seven monthly reviews. It's been favorited 5,409 times. It's got 900 total sales. Estimated monthly sales is 50 and it made $1,200 in revenue mm-hmm. in 30 days. Mm-hmm. So are we going to create door things? Probably not, but I am going to look into fairy tale garden stuff, mm-hmm. right? So we're just validating that type of stuff. And, and we can actually the, make a pillow with a cute fairy door on it. Totally. Is it weird that I was thinking coasters? coasters? Or coasters. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're into fairy doors, if you're into that design, yeah, maybe I can't create that as like a wooden door, mm-hmm. but I can definitely create what looks like a 3D image fairly easily in Canva of a door, right? And if you're using a coaster, chances are you're putting it on wood anyway. And I know that's not the point, right, (laughs) of the fairy door. But if you're into that kind of thing, it would be a cute, kitschy thing that you would give to somebody as a gift or that you would buy for yourself as like a conversation piece. Mm -hmm. So I think even if you can't make those doors yourselves, you can still take five minutes, do a little bit of research into what a fairy door is. How is it used in a fairy Mm -hmm. garden? Mm -hmm. And then go, okay, maybe I'll just put up the tree with the fairy door and make a pillow, or maybe I'll turn it into a coaster. Maybe I'll turn it into a t-shirt, right? Like the the fairy door is the door to my heart, something like that. Yeah. 
forgive the terrible puns, guys, yeah. but you understand that these things that sell sometimes. Good, Chris. Um, you know, th those kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. And so even if we don't have the, the woodworking skills to make something like this, we can take the idea and appropriate it to different products. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, guys, if this is making sense, if this is helpful, let us know in the comments, please. Um, I think it's helpful uh, because we're actually going through this process live here uh, so you guys can see the thought process. Like, how did we come from garden, just blank, right? Like garden. And then we came to fairy tale doors in the garden. Like, mm -hmm. I would have never known that if I didn't go through this process. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're noticing what we're doing, we, we took like a broad niche of gardening. And then we went into, okay, we can go into uh, frogs. We can do mushrooms. Because I know mushrooms are a thing too, all by itself. Yep. Got mushrooms. Then you got mushrooms kind of go hand in hand with fairy tales. So does frogs, by the way, mm -hmm. right? So all of these things start to tie together and we start to learn more about the market as we start doing this research. And again, I'm looking at the tags here inside of this search that I did in Everbee. And I'm looking at red fairy door, fairy door, fairy garden, gnome door. There's gnome again, mm -hmm. uh, miniature. I have fairy tale doors, fairy, fairy tale door for trees, um, gnome again, um, outdoor decor. So you get, I'm, I'm trying to pull out the ones that I, I didn't think of before, mm -hmm. or that might be something that I could look a little bit deeper into. Right. So again, just wanted to kind of share this. I think it's really, really a, a good example mm -hmm. uh, of what you can actually, uh, what you can actually do within this niche. So I'm going to pause there for a second. And I know that a lot of people are, I mean, we got over 80 some people on here live with us right now. So this is, this is great. Um, but before I go on, do you want me to continue? That's the question. Do you want me to do the next one? I need some yeses. I need some energy back from you guys because we're just sitting in a vacuum here and we want to make sure that we have some energy from you guys and we can keep on rocking and rolling because I've got two more that I'm going to do that we just like we just did so I can give you guys uh, a little bit more to kind of bite on a little bit, sink your teeth into. Um we I need a little sound in. background of everybody cheering and a crowd know, right? like in a football game. I know we need that. Like if we were we in a did. live room, we would have that. And plus I yeah. needed to take a sip of water here, but I see a bunch of yeses flooding in here. So that's awesome. Okay, good. Cool. All right, Chris, everything rocking and rolling on the tech side. We're good. We are rocking and rolling. We got tons of people screaming. Yes. On YouTube over on Facebook as well. I can guys, hear if you are, uh, if you are enjoying this, do us another favor. Yes, like comment and stuff. But if you're watching us on the YouTube side of things, the best thing you can do, honestly, is hit the thumbs up button and maybe potentially share it to a friend or two. That just lets other people who are into this stuff know that we exist, right? So if you are getting value, go ahead and smash that. I know it's like a stereotype to ask people to do that, but it does actually help people get to this material because YouTube goes, oh, people who like this, like this, right? And right. so it'll push it out to all of your friends and family who are interested in this kind of stuff as well. Cool. All right. I am going to get back to my screen here and I've got the next one ready. And this one here came in from this one here was, I forgot her name now, which is terrible. I'll find it when I go to her shop, yeah. but here it was basically um, thanking us for the opportunity. Um, open the shop November 15th, 2022 targeting modern, modern art lovers who are practical since my products are, or my products are items you could use at home, but can also be art pieces. I currently have 39 listings. Uh, most of which are pillowcases, then blankets, and then and have recently applied the same artwork to mouse pads, tote bags, um, then planning to add bath mats next week. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, the link 
to my shop, gives it. Um, I have run several seven day sales for all items, selected two items to run on Etsy ads, uh, one blanket and the other tote bag. Sadly, today I still have not a single sale. I was able to have, I would say, so Chris, you must have had a little conversation with her and told her to basically continue to just kind of build out the product line. All right. So let's go ahead and dig in. It is, and it's, it's, is it June or John? John. 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 That's what I was going to say, but I was, I was, I, I wasn't sure. Um, okay. So Sensi, Sensei, is it Sensi or Sensei? Sensi. 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 Sensi like sen sen sensible. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. Okay. So sensible. Yeah. Sensible home basically is what we're talking about. Um, has two sales, by the way, since the last time um, that she uh, wrote that. And it looks like it's got 40 total products. Okay. So we have the, uh, the branding or the, uh, the banner. Um, I like the banner myself mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Debbie, your, your thoughts. I know you're big on banners. Yeah, no, I like it. I, I really do. I think it looks nice and cohesive and neat. And she, she's showing her products and there's nothing I would change there. Yeah. What I love about this is we're showing off products. Mm -hmm. We're also seeing faces. Mm -hmm. So guys, whenever we can add a face in there, I, I want to add a face. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not adding a face, then I want to add products. Mm -hmm. If I can have both, that's like a perfect world. I love what she did here with um, actually adding this. I mean, it's subtle things, but like adding mm -hmm. this here, mm -hmm. you can't see me. I'm using my mouse and you can't see it. But basically in the, the first column where she has a pillow, you can see like a coffee table and a mm -hmm. rug. So you kind of feel that home kind right. of feel, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that. And then yeah. we have a girl with a blanket um, with one of her blankets kind of sitting there, snuggling a little bit, having a cup of coffee, looking out the window. Mm -hmm. And then another one is a tote bag of uh, of a girl. It looks like getting ready to either go out or whatever. Um, so it, it looks good. Yeah. Um, I also see, and this is the other things that we look at guys is like, if we're looking at the logo itself, I think it represents the brand well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's good. And then, uh, the, uh, the little profile picture I think is great. The only thing I would say is I would want your picture centered in there more. I'm seeing dead space on the right. I would want to see more of your face, fill mm -hmm. that up. And I want to see a smiling face in the profile. So that's what I would want there. Uh, okay. So now the first thing I'm noticing is here, what it says, as far as your tagline, your one-stop shop of sensible, usable art items for home. Okay. It's very broad. Mm -hmm. Art is very broad. And I like that you started going after cow stuff because now we're starting to get a direction. And I think that's what we need to do. Although you might not want to be all about just cows, which I have some ideas here for you. Um, but I think it's a great start. And I think you, you understand the concept of finding a direction, but yet you're not locked into only that direction. Mm -hmm. So I, I absolutely love that part of it. But what I would say is, or I guess, Debbie, what would you say for the tagline? Well, it definitely looks like a lot of her work is more um, geared towards boho style. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely have that um, under Sensi Home, you know, boho, home decor, art, and more. Um, because, yeah, your style is definitely gearing towards that. These are great designs. And uh, you want the keyword. And you also want it under your categories, you know, uh, boho, cow pillows, 
Um, looks like you yeah, have right some here. Aztec in there. Right here. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. So all of that, you want to put whatever the item, you know, falls under, whether it's boho or cow or Aztec, um, have that in your categories because those are search words. Yeah. And, and to clarify, just because I did have a conversation with June, okay. um, basically his thing is he likes usable art. He doesn't think art should go on a wall. He thinks art and just, and just sit there, right? Like art should be integrated into our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. And so basically the, the back and forth that we had was, I get that that's awesome. We need to pick a style uh, and kind of go from there. And I, I mm -hmm. think uh, it seems like he moved away from some of the more Aztec stuff because he was kind of all over the place when we okay. talked a few months ago um, and is moving more towards that. But I, I think, you know, there, there is a way to, to kind of integrate these things together, right? There is a little bit of overlap between boho western and mm -hmm. like uh what, what would you call it debbie like southwestern style right yeah, like arizona native, new mexico it's, it's native, native american native, style Navajo. Um, that is definitely bohemian style as well they had a lot of the um you know the feathers and and um the abstract designs that's he can definitely sub niche into that eventually but right okay. now i think yeah, well, I, I love it. I, I want to apologize. I, I was calling John a, a girl. I didn't realize, so I, I didn't know. And again, the picture is so small, I can't, I can't right. you know, determine that. So yeah. I apologize, John. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Uh, so, all right. Um, he accepts. <laughs> I absolutely love the the look and feel of this shop, though. I love mm -hmm. the feeling of of when I'm opening this up. I'm coming in here. Everything is really, really well put together. Mm -hmm. And I just want to, I just really want to point out something that I noticed that I know it seems a little bit advanced, but it's really not. And that is like, when I'm hovering over here, he put videos in there mm -hmm. and these are in usually in, they're going to be in your second placeholder. So if we go into this listing, I can see here, this is the video. So the video automatically goes here. Mm -hmm. So, and then just some real, again, I don't see a lot of people creating a lot of images. Like some people might want to see what it looks like on a lighter and a darker. Mm -hmm. So easy to do, but so many people don't do it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to fill this stuff in. So I love this. I love the artwork. I think it's yeah. really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I agree with Debbie. Like if it's boho, go after abstract, yeah. you know, whatever it is, brown, earth, minimalist, chick, modern, mouse, like all of that. You know, if it if that's what it pertains to. Um, so I, I do really, really like everything about this. It's clean. Um, I just think we need to do more because 40 isn't really a lot. I think we need mm -hmm. to go, we need to go all in on the cow stuff right now. Mm -hmm. And then we can go into the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I really think there's opportunity in the cow stuff. I'm going to show you why I think that here in a second, but I think everything looks really, really good. I think I the, the design is spot on. Right. Like if you were to see these things and you were looking for boho stuff or Western yeah. wear stuff, this does stick out to you. And I think John has done a great job with the images. John mm -hmm. has done a great job with the listings. And Scott, I, I wanted to ask you something. So let's say we have an hour a day to work on this shop. And Debbie, I, I want your opinion on this, too. Um, you were just talking, Scott, about how important taking an extra few minutes to do the extra images are. If you're in the place that John is in, would you? If you have, let's say, just that hour, right, to create those extra things, if you're doing this yourself, 
it's not a ton of time, but maybe it's another 10, 15 minutes to get them all created, downloaded, organized, and uploaded into the listing. Would you rather see that 10, 15 minutes being spent doing that or coming up with another product or design for that day? Does that make sense? Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host Matt Heslin brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Yeah, what do you, what do you think, Deb? What, do, what are you doing with only an hour a day on that shop? Well, you know, since I started, I obviously have um, beefed up my mock-ups. And now I do go back to some of my original listings that have sold, um, but I've even more amped up my mock-ups. So, you know, that is a good question, Chris, because, you know, I think we have in our mind, we want to get up as many listings because, you know, we want those sales. But I think if you just start off on the right foot, make the mock-ups good the first time, then you don't have to go back. So, because coming to your shop right now, it is beautiful. It makes me feel at home. And a lot of it is to do with your mock-ups. So keep going. Um, now it looks like you can start creating some more goods. Also, I noticed you don't have an announcement. Um, so yep. you want a little welcome note to your customers. I, I, I agree. I think if I've got an hour a day, I mean, the first thing is we just have to tighten some things up. I would do um, this here. I would make the announcement or the announcement here mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, say who you are, but why, why you're doing what you're doing, but also to let people know they're in the right place. If you are looking for X, right. Mm -hmm. That's what you want um, right. in, in that announcement, not necessarily like get, you know, buy one, get one free. We don't, we don't, people use it for that. I actually, thought of using it for that. I did a couple of times too, but I realized that's not the place that I want to put that. Mm -mm. Um, I want it to be more of like letting people know that they're in the right place if they're looking for X. Right. Um, and then I just think over here, I would definitely just do that as soon as possible. But I think it's the low hanging fruit. I think the low hanging fruit here is really looking at what sells the most. And again, not in your shop necessarily, but what has the most potential and then going all in on that. So I'd go heavy on the cow stuff. And the reason why is because, well, I'm looking at some of the stats here that, that, uh, he had sent me, by the way, um, he's had 301 views. This was the time at the time of that. It was all Etsy, or Etsy search advertising was 16% Etsy marketing SEO is five. So it's kind of split direct and other traffic was 48%. But again, it's 301. What I'm looking so, at is, yeah, go ahead. Scott, I, I don't mean to derail you, but I do actually have some other, just because of the conversation that, that we had yeah. that direct traffic he posted on his personal like Facebook page Got it. the full on link. And so a bunch of his friends and family went to the store when he first launched it, but Got nobody it. ended up buying anything. Got and it. so to me, that that's actually something I, I would generally caution people against. Um, mm -hmm. We do want to send traffic 
externally to Etsy, right? But if we just post it on our personal Facebook page, unless it's something we know that a bunch of people there are going to like, we send Etsy a lot of confusing signals about who the people are that are going to buy our stuff. And they go, eh, you know, it doesn't matter where the traffic comes from, right? We're not even giving them traffic. It doesn't turn into sales for us. So we're going to try to figure out where to put them in a different way. So if we can avoid that upfront, um, that's probably helpful, whether that directly is in the algorithm or not, right? Mm -hmm. The the less confusing signals we can send to Etsy, the better off we're going to be. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so what I'm looking at though, is this cow minky blanket adult cow print throw blanket. Like I'm seeing that here. And then I'm looking at this here too. This is again in the search terms. This is kind of what was put in for the search for the search. So it's cow, 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 right? Like that's what I'm seeing. So I'm like, okay. And you can see here, um, it seems uh, to tell me anything cow related in blanket is searched. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and this is the, uh, performance. So there was some, uh, some performance stuff that he sent me for, for that, but we're not going to look into that. What I did want to look at is this cow prints, slippers, cow slippers are selling. Mm -hmm. They're selling really good. <laughs> 1,601 sales. $30,000 in revenue, 8,000 total sales, 1,445 reviews. And it's only been listed for five months. Might want to put those prints on some slippers. Mm -hmm. So, um, so 60 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you have that, um, this one here, someone else is doing something very similar. looks like they just tried to copy them. Um, mm -hmm. still even by copying, look at, mm -mm plenty of demand for slippers so mm -hmm. i would start like thinking about something like in that in that line of maybe you know your cow print um the other thing is here is i'm looking at this uh it's a it's a cow print but it's a tumbler but it's a different style tumbler i like it um it's generated sixty two hundred dollars actually sixty two ninety a hundred uh that's last month by the way 137 sales in a month uh it looks like it's three mugs it's a it's a set so there's different cow there's like two with cow prints, like pink cow prints. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one with just the name. Um, they're personalized though. 46 bucks. Um, that one there, 122 reviews. And it's been selling for five months. Another one, cow blanket. So you sell cow blankets. Well, do cow blankets sell? Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's 51 bucks. Sold $6,221 in the last month. 122 uh, sales in the last month. 628 total sales. It's been active for five months. Another one is a cow crew neck sweatshirt. That one has sold pretty well, 95 a month. Um, another cute cow slippers, another one, but a different design. Mm -hmm. 344 monthly sales, 20 or uh, sales in last month. Yeah. It says they're only selling for eight bucks. I don't think that's accurate. I think that's probably because what Everbee does is it looks at the the first price that's listed, I bet you, you go in there and then it's like sizes and then it's like $20 or something. Mm. something. Yeah. The, the $8 one is like a baby slipper. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like the, yeah. It's, it's one of those things, Scott, something, and these numbers seem very high. Um, but one thing I don't want people to get to, to lose here is these are estimated monthly sales, right? Yeah. So we're talking like 10 or 12 units a day of mm -hmm. one product, right? And that, I know like when Scott says 1,044 a month, that number goes over a lot of people's heads and they're just like, okay, whatever. But if you break that down, it's 30 a day or whatever, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, so I always like to think of those numbers in daily because Scott, what you and I have talked about is, well, does this niche support your goal, right? Is the niche big enough is a very relative question. And it depends on what you want out of this. If you want to have two or three products that can make you $30,000 a year combined, then yeah, this might be a really good niche for you. Um, you know, if, if you want to make it to a hundred thousand dollars in this niche, Scott, based on what you're seeing, do you think that's possible? Mm. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, we'd probably need more than three products to do that because we don't have somebody hand sewing cute little cow ears onto our slippers. So we're not going to sell as many as the super adorable ones, but there's still other people buying slippers at, uh, I don't know, what is that? 10 a day, five a day, right? Three a day, five a day, three and a half a day, right? And so that's a very good way to build a business. And John over on YouTube said, that's good enough for me at the beginning. Absolutely. And so when you see something like this, this is a lot of opportunity, but just because the numbers you're looking at in your niche, don't say 1300 or whatever that top one is, doesn't mean that it won't support your goal. So you don't, the word of caution that I want to give to everybody is you don't have to find a niche that has this much opportunity. No. But if you find a niche that has this much opportunity and you are at all interested in cow slippers, boho chic, Western wear, then uh, maybe move this one to the top of your list. Because it's going to yeah. support your no, goal pretty no, much. What I want to say to that too is it's it's exactly right. Like you have to decide what your goal is. If your goal is to make 300 bucks a day, then just figure out how many products that is per day. You might only need to sell 10 products a day, right? You don't need to sell 30, mm-hmm. right? But these are just for us to see demand right. for this niche. That's what we're really determining at this point. And, and that's where I would spend my time. I'd find my, I'd spend my hour doing this. And then from there, the next mm-hmm. hour creating mm-hmm. designs and then the next hour putting up product. Right. Like that would be it. Like I'd focus, you know, head down. The shop looks great. I'd tweak a couple things and I just start loading in these types of products mm-hmm. that would have demand. Um, well, right. I think I, I really like the way you broke that down, which is you don't have to do all of this at once, right? If you have that hour a day, spend today doing the product research, spend tomorrow creating the designs and spend what would uh, Friday uh, <laughs> creating the listings. And then you don't have to worry about picking and choosing and saying, I've got mm-hmm. 15 minutes left. What do I do? Today is product research day. I'm just going to focus on that. And mm-hmm. then tomorrow I'll design mm-hmm. Friday. I'll create the listings. All right, cool. I got to get blaze in here. We're, we're way over our time limit, right? <laughs> Debbie, we, we said, Oh, what do you think? 30, 40 minutes. Oh yeah. That'll be no problem. Yeah. Well, we're approaching an hour. And I just want to uh, mention as well too, if you notice all these things that we're bringing up today, none of it is trending per se. Like we right. didn't try to go find a bestseller. We we took the niche and we're breaking it down for the demand of it. And then we did happen to find a lot of hot sellers in it. So yeah, one 100%. I think that's great. And actually, you know what? I think it's I think it's a good time to take a little uh a little pause here and uh, do a little commercial break. We, we should probably do our own commercial break here. Just random uh, guys. If you're interested in going through like niche validation, um, we're going to actually do an upcoming live workshop. I believe it's on January 28th. So depending on when you're watching or listening to this, um, we're adding that to our, our, our existing training, our workshop, which formerly was called the Etsy product magic workshop, we're now going to be changing that to niche product magic because it makes more sense because we are going to dive more into the niche discovery, the niche validation, and we're going to do a live training on that. So if you're interested in that, I'll go ahead and just throw this up there. Chris already did it. Thank you so much, sir. Um, You can go to brandcreators.com forward slash magic, and you can register for that 
that live workshop, and you're going to get access to uh, the other workshop, which was really uh, to find those products and uh, and build out your own product line. Um, so if you're interested, check that out. We'd love to see you there. All right, so I got to keep moving here. I got one more after this to do, but I got a few more things. So here is that uh, cow blanket that's doing really well. And uh, it's in 20 people's carts right now, 20 plus, by the way. Um, so it's doing really, really well. I'd also, again, look at the tags. I'm looking at this here. I'm looking at cow blanket, cow spot blanket. So that's another little keyword in there. Um, so all of this stuff I'm looking at, I'm looking at the tags to get more ideas and also how I can optimize it better. Um, then moving on, let's, why, I mean, why just, why go after cows? Why not go after giraffes, right? I mean, again, it's that type of print. Maybe there's something here. Well, there is, there's giraffes. And I just did a quick little search on Etsy, looked up giraffe and down below that you can see all of the suggested categories or items. We have uh, giraffe crochet, uh, giraffe gift for women, giraffe wall art, giraffe sticker, giraffe gift, giraffe print, giraffe baby shower curtain, mm -hmm. and then uh, giraffe mug. So these are just some ideas. Again, this is how we would then find another niche to, to stack, right? To mm -hmm. build on this that still is in line with us creating artistic type of products that have a cow print that have something to do with giraffes mm -hmm. that have something to do with whatever fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, so that's really what we're doing here. Um, I also wanted to point this out. You could also, if you see that there's another, or, you know, a way for you to, to even get into maybe a little bit of the baby market. Cause the baby's huge. So in this case, I'd be like, maybe I could throw out some of my cow stuff for some cute baby sayings or some cute mm -hmm. baby products because baby is huge but I don't want to be in the baby niche, but I can still maybe go after someone that's like, if they're into cow stuff, they're going to want to put some cow stuff on their kid, maybe right. Mm -hmm. Or giraffe, whatever. Um, so this here, a gr another great seller here. It's uh, what's it? Uh, 79 monthly sales. It's done uh, 2,232 total sales, been favorited 7,800 times. Um, it's been live for two years and four months and it's you bet giraffe. I'm cute baby. Um, so yeah. So uh, it's a onesie. Actually, that that's actually a trademark violation there, by the way. Well, um, it might not. I think if you actually use a onesie, okay. It, I think you can, but don't quote me. I would on be that. very careful. It is that. definitely a trademark, but yeah. well, and you can see they put the trademark thing up where the onesie is. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Do your own homework on yeah, that. Yeah, do your own homework on that one. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, again, the, just another idea how you can broaden out the product line, but still targeting those people and really staying within your niche. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one. Actually, guys, I need a I need a little bit of a check in on the on, on, on the live stream, or if you're on the podcast, even you can nod your head. Um, are you guys learning from this? Is this helpful? Let us know in the comments, and if if so, we'll continue. I just want to make sure we got one more to do. We're going to try to make this next one quick so we can all get on with our day. But uh, yeah, let us know in the comments. And uh, Chris, is there anything else we needed to address before we move on to the next one? Uh, no, I think we're good to go. We're getting a lot of questions about niches, but I'll answer those in the chat. So let's dive into niche number three. All right, cool. All right. So moving on, the third one here is from Marilyn. And uh, basically also uh, Marilyn sells on Amazon. Okay. And now wants to take it on Etsy. So if you are watching this and you sell stuff on another platform and you're not selling it on Etsy, this is a great thing to do. Like just 
bring that product over to Etsy. But, and this is going to be a great example of how you might think that you're just selling like one product or one style of product. So maybe you're just like, I just do metal signs. Like I've seen people are like, they're like, I'm just going to do everything metal signs. I'm going to be a metal sign company and I'm going to personalize for weddings and baby and, you know, maybe game rooms and all of this stuff. I'm just going to be a personalized metal shop, you know, metal sign business. Okay. That's fine. Right. I wouldn't do that. What I want to do is I want to be able to leverage other products now that I can use print on demand. Right. And this is exactly what Marilyn can do here. It's a great niche. Um, I think it would work really well. So this is her Etsy shop and it's basically uh, using the mystical. Okay. Magical tools and gifts for living your best life. Before I go any further, Debbie, what do you think of that banner? Love it. Love it. I, I love knew it. It is I it. mystical. I love her holding that ball and the little uh, fairy lights above her head. And um, I'm not sure exactly what that spray is. Um, you know, I might put something else there. But other than that, I mean, it's not necessary. It's, it's still really nice. So. What, what I think they're doing here with that is that's the products that they sell. Okay. Okay. So it, it's a, it's a spray. Okay. And honestly, I think it's a great representation mm -hmm. of the product because you could have just put that on a background, a bottle, mm -hmm. but you put it in like a crystal with, it looks like some straw and it just, it really looks good. I wonder if that's her packaging too. If so, it's, it's, it's real nice. Um, it's awesome. Right. And, and so uh, again, Marilyn has a great picture mm -hmm. of her, of herself in the profile, mm -hmm. beautiful job on that. Um, and then also a really nice logo that is different, yeah. right? It's different. It's not on her banner. It's, it's separate. And I like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. Um, so let's look at the announcement real quick. And I think it's going to be good. I haven't read it yet. Um, but, and I'm not going to read the entire thing. But it basically just starts off. It says, blessings of lunar love and light to you. I am so happy you are here. My shop was born out of my own desire for more connection to self, nature, and the ability to create sacred space wherever I may be. Man. Love it. Love, 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 love that. Yep. You know, uh, it, I mean, it's beautiful. And then goes on to say, welcome to uh, Musing the Mystical, where you will find magical tools and gifts for living your best life. I handcrafted energy. A, or I handcrafted energy and space clearing sprays and soaps, moon water mists, lunar baths, smudging sprays, lavender dragon mist for clearing negative energy in our brand new, our brand new to the store, mm -hmm. moon water ritual boxes Love charged it. under specific phases of the moon with Reiki and crystals to elevate and enhance your sense of peacefulness, bring beneficial healing, protective energies and promote positivity in your being and your space. Each and every item I offer is created with love and intention for the highest good. If you ever have any questions, you can always contact me directly here on Etsy. Bang, done. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't change a damn thing. No. That's great. No, she she welcomed you. She told you what her shop's about. She, she made you feel like, you know, she was so happy you just rang that bell and came in her shop. Take a look around and I'm here if you need me. You know, I, I said this in our seven day cha-ching challenge mm -hmm. class that we took people through. And mm -hmm. I said, listen, I want you to imagine that you, that you have a shop, a physical shop, a brick and mortar. And I want you to imagine you're waiting for a customer to come in. And then you hear that little 
chime at the door when it rings, right? And then you're like, oh, customer. And then you go in and you're like, hi, how are you? And then you introduce and you get that conversation. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you're doing here. Right. Right. And so, I mean, this is, this is just perfect. I, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's what this is all about. So now I know exactly who it's for. And mm -hmm. if I'm into that, it's for me. Right. So a lot of the sprays, because that's what she sells and that's it. Right. So we just sell uh, sprays and soaps and things, which is totally fine. Totally fine. Mm -hmm. But why not get into some of the other stuff? Like, I, I don't know if moon phase is part of this, mm -hmm. but I would go down that direction. And I know if I go back here, let me just go back. If I look at this, I can see that there's moon water, mm -hmm. right? There's lunar baths. So it's lunar. There's smudging. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. lavender dragon mist. So there's lavender and there's dragon, uh, right? So I'm seeing all of these things. I'm seeing things that I wasn't aware of, but that you probably can go deeper in as far as other products. So if someone is wanting to be in a calming space, maybe you help them or maybe they are into creating a sacred space or a space where they'll have better energy. Well, you can create a nice decorative pillow that goes on there that represents on their chair, or maybe it's a blanket, or maybe it's a coaster, any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So why not add that stuff to the shop? Mm -hmm. So like right here, sun catchers, which this is just mind blowing. So again, kind of exclude this one because this thing is crushing, um, you know, 607 monthly sales, 18,000 in revenue, 12,000 total sales, just crushing right now. If you could create some type of sun catcher that was specifically for your thing, mm -hmm. then do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Then I would go after that. Now, is that print on demand? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Um, although there might be something out there. Um, but I'm looking at moonstone ring. I'm looking at, um, is that how you say that celestial, mm -hmm. uh, shirt moon. Um, then we have flower moon, uh, phase. So that looks like it's a flower moon phase. Then we have a moon calendar, 2023 moon calendar, crescent moon necklace. So all of these numbers, I'm not going to go through every single one of them, but they're all doing over 30 sales a month. Uh, and that's over one a day right now. There's some that are, that are outliers here. You have a, a that celestial shirt moon phase, uh, mm -hmm. 200 sales per month, almost six grand in revenue and mm -hmm. total sales is 1400. It's been active for seven months, but that's what I'm saying. I'd go in that direction. Not just, I'm not, not just going to sell a t-shirt. I'm going to sell something in maybe the moon phase because mm -hmm. those people would might, they might be interested in my spray because mm -hmm. the other thing we got to think about is if I get someone into my shop off of another interest or a, not even an interest, but another search mm -hmm. or like moon phase. And then they go, Oh, what's this misting spray? I I'd like to get some of that misting spray. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, I might not have went into the store wanting misting spray, but I came in cause I wanted maybe, I don't know, something that was going to help uh, make my room better that I was, you know, doing this right. Or just sitting in or an energy room or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I go in there and I'm like, Oh, misting spray. I'll take some of that. So it's another way to get people in the store is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's an add on. Totally. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just, I did this one as well. This is a flower moon phase wall decor. This is metal art. I know you can get this stuff done. Mm -hmm. This is selling pretty well. Um, looks like it's been favorited 13,209 times. And what does that do again, guys, when you get something favorited, it means that it's in demand. Mm -hmm. All right. 518 total sales. It's been active for 11 months. And uh, let's see, total uh, monthly sales was 44. It did over $4,600. 
And then I'm just looking at the tags again. I have boho home decor. It possibly could go in that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oral moon phase, moon phase, flower moon phase, moon wall art. So those are, again, just different categ- or different searches in different areas and different categories. Uh, Scott, does that, that say 20,000 under moon phase? It, it does, Chris, but I'm not going by that. Yeah, I, I mean, th- these are, it's these just, numbers I, are so wonky. I generally don't see a number that high. So yeah. I would be curious, like if, if we were doing this, you know, kind of behind the scenes, the next thing I'd be doing, if I hadn't done it already, y'all would be just typing in moon phases into the search to see what products come up right. and then doing that uh, to see if that's something I could add. Right. Um, doesn't mean that it'll work, but if you see something that's that big of an outlier, it's usually worth taking the 30 seconds on the flyer to say, Hey, let me go over and, and search the volume. Well, yeah. And I think that, I mean, cause that was my main search to begin with moon phase. So I knew moon phase was probably going to be okay, but then it's mm-hmm. all of these others like floral moon phase. Like I know that that's getting searched for flower right. moon phase. We know it's getting searched for. It's got 20 in the cart, but it's saying it's only gotten two searches. So then I'm kind of like, I'm kind of doing a little bit of common sense uh, study right. here where I'm like, okay, it's got 20, 20 people have in their carts. They're, they're clearly targeting flower moon phase. And here it's telling me it only gets two searches a month. So I'm like, eh, I'm not going to go by that. Here's what I will tell you. I know that their uh, sales numbers are way more accurate than any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this stuff is still kind of like, I think it's just still a process, right? And I think all of this, all of them, it doesn't matter. Any of the ones out there, whether it's Marmalade or E-Rank or any of them, the keyword stuff is they're not getting that data from Etsy. They're just not. Right. So. Um, but I do the numbers. I did it on my own stuff and I was only, I was only off about two sales, which I'm okay with, but I I'd even be okay with 10 sales off. Right. Um, because even if this was, even if this was only 30 sales a month, I'm okay with that. Right. But I just want something that's close. These, I wouldn't pay as much attention. I'm using these as ideas to kind of give me some ideas. Um, but yeah, that's what I got for, uh, for that. I, so I, I think if we just go back here, um, love everything about it. Um, and I think here, moon water ritual boxes, smudging sprays, like, yeah, I would beef this up with when you get other I or other products in there. I would beef this up with all like moon phase, like I'd have something in there. Um, but all of that stuff. But other than that, everything looks really, really good. Um, and I would just keep building off of that. Yeah, huge and, opportunity and, here. Huge. And, and going into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like here, here's the other thing I want to say. This here. Uh, Marilyn is passionate about, mm-hmm. yes. 100% is passionate mm-hmm. about this. You can tell yeah. just by the announcement, just yes. by right. the announcement. Right. Right. And that makes a huge difference because yes. when she's thinking through it, she's thinking of herself. She's also thinking this is fun creating this stuff for people that are going to be able to use it and get a benefit from it and enjoy it. Yeah. Right. So there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing goes for this one here. I think John is really passionate about creating art type stuff that people would enjoy. Right. Right. And the same thing goes, if I go back to the very first one, uh, this one right here, I do believe yes. that Tamara is probably somewhat passionate about garden. Now, maybe not as much as the other two, maybe, I don't know, but if you are able to find one that you are passionate about, I believe it's going to, it's going to help you. Yeah. It definitely reflects in your shop. I believe that. Totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I agree. Um, all right. So I think that is it. We did go over our allotted time that we gave ourselves. We got another call here shortly. Chris, yeah. any quick que- uh, questions before we do have to uh, have to wrap this up? I will say this, though, Chris, before you do say that. Two things. One, if you are watching this on YouTube, go ahead, smash the like button, leave a comment if you have any questions, even if you're watching this on the replay. If you are watching this on Facebook, you can leave comments there as well. But again, give it some love. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, do us a favor, head over to iTunes and leave us a review over there and let us know what is one big takeaway and what is one thing that you've taken away just from listening to the podcast. I would love to know that as well. Chris, any quick uh, questions? Audio, audio. One thing we didn't get to one way or another uh, throughout the process today, and I, I saw the question two different ways, was basically like this this niche validation stuff is really cool uh, for people who have like a very defined niche, right? And they are creating products. What if I have a like a fabric store? Um, can I use that same process? Or is there a different way that we would go about doing the niche validation? So that's kind of the open question. Would you still do niche validation the same way if you were like a quilting store? Um, like a that actually sells fabric versus like a, a quilting niche store, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would try to find out who's buying my fabric, right? Because there's going to, there's going to be some type of person that's probably buying the fabric. And I mean, I'll be totally upfront. If you don't find something like that, it is going to be a harder road because you're going to be all over the place. You're just going to be like, I'm just throwing stuff out there and I might get one person over here. That's, you know, uh, using the fabric for, uh, I don't know, uh, reupholstering a couch. And then I have another person over here that's doing curtains and I have another person over here that's making an outfit for a baby. Like, I, I don't know, like I'm, mm-hmm. all of these different things, it's kind of all over the place. I would rather be the material person for, fill in the blank. Right. And then maybe you can branch that out. Maybe it's like we were just talking with the cow prints, right? It's like cow, giraffe. It's like maybe you're going to serve certain niches, you know, that are targeting those. Yeah. So if of? if I had a store that's selling specifically quilting fabric, is yeah. there any reason I shouldn't be digging into the quilting niche cuz we're already in a niche if we're totally. selling quilting fabric versus 100%. sofa fabric or blind fabric, right? I, I, this is how much I know about fabric. Um, so if we're in that niche, is it okay to add on some of the print on demand stuff that people could add to their quilts or buy to say that they love quilting, right? Even quilters might buy a pillow or something else. So if I'm in that kind of a space, is it okay to add those things into my fabric store? I, I don't see why not, right? If you're making uh quilts, uh, I don't know what is the what is the I'm not in the quilting world either, but like people want to just do it for um, being able to create something that they can have as a keepsake for their, you know, their family. Right. Well, let's say, for example, that and, and let's just say that we are looking at like the baby or, you know, the, the toddler or whatever. Right. And grandma wants to wants to make a quilt. Right. Well, you could probably create some accessories that could go with the quilt. That's being created. That's why though it, it needs to be, in my opinion, it needs to be targeting something at first. And then you can always add on that stuff. But I think, yes, if you're, if you're into quilting, what else, what's the purpose of the quilt? And then what else can I add to that quilt as if it was like, they were going to come in and, and buy it. 
or do you just go after quilters, right? And I'm thinking kitschy stuff around the home. And it, Deb, I want your opinion on this as well. Um, you know, do you go with like quotes for quilters and, okay, and make that, like that's pillow? where I was going? I okay. would probably do a lot of pun things. Um, I read books and I love to quilt or I quilt, you know what I mean? Anything regarding quilting, because I think with fabrics, it's tough. You're not joining fabrics. You know, people aren't able to feel and touch and see the colors exactly. Um, so if you are a quilter, I personally would try to tap into that market in a funny way. And I'm sure there's a ton of quilting quotes and, um, you know, kitschy sayings that quilters love. So I'd be putting those on pillows and um, mugs and t-shirts, like everything that you can. Yeah. I, I like that actually. It, you see guys why, why we do this, right? We put the three brains together and then we start yeah. coming up with stuff because mm -hmm. I was going in one direction, but now right. that I hear that, I'm like, yeah, that's a hundred percent what mm -hmm. we need. So we're talking about the, the obsessed quilter. Right. Right. That's your ideal customer yeah. for the fabric anyway. Yeah. And so if, and Debbie, to your point, right. It's hard to buy fabric online, mm -hmm. right? Like it, it just is, you yeah. don't know exactly what it looks like. You can't feel it. You don't know the exact weight. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can look at the specs or whatever. Just turned into 1994 in my house. My landline is ringing. Um, <laughs> Who has a landline anymore? <laughs> I do. Um, you know, and so if you can bring them in on something kitschy, or, yeah. you know, uh, a funny pillow or a saying, and they already get to know you, they read the announcement in the shop, they get yes. a little bit of you into your personality and they're already a customer. Well, if you guys have been hanging out with us for any period of time, you know, that customer then ends up on an email list who we then have access to. And the next time we go, hey, did y'all know we have fabric? They're much more likely to come back and buy some of the yeah. fabric stuff, even if they don't want another, uh, I, I love books and quilting pillow. Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I mean, you can almost adapt what we have talked about, like for the garden gardener lover, mm -hmm. right? Like the person mm -hmm. that's a gardener, you're like, okay, that person's into gardening. This person's into bass fishing, this person. So you're putting a label. Is there a community for quilters? There is good. Okay. Then that means that, and then you're going to get people like if, if uh, you know, let's say that your mother was into quilting and we all knew it and we're like, oh, she's quilting again. Mm -hmm. Right. We're going to buy a gift that makes fun of her being a quilter. Exactly. Right? In a funny and the way. quilter loves it. She'll yeah. be like, yeah, you're I'm right. Is that a problem yeah. with it? Yeah. Gone, gone quilting? Is that yeah. what we're... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's right. a lot of uh, fun fun little ways to to make a spin on that. So that would... Yeah, I love it. All right, Chris, I think we are... I think we're good. Someone had just said that this call was complete gold. Good. Like gold. Gold. Yeah, I love hearing that. So here's what I will say. A couple of different things. Hopefully, number one, it's helped. If it has give it a little bit of love for us. That would be amazing. Uh, but also if you want to go through more of this that we just went through, but we're going to go deeper because we're going to do a full workshop uh, January 28th. And that is going to be uh, a niche discovery slash validation where we're going to be doing more of these for that class. Um, and you can get a ticket by heading over to brandcreators.com forward slash magic. Now I will say if you've already went through our uh, Etsy product magic, which is now going to be called niche product magic, um, you don't have to do anything. You're going to get access to this. So if you're already a student of that class, you're going to get this workshop. You're going to get the invite. You're going to be able to go there live 
for free. If you have not yet went through that training, you can go through the training, get a ticket, but you're also going to get this training on top of it that we're going to be adding, adding to this training. So if you're at all interested in joining us live or just to go through that training, go to brandcreators.com forward slash magic, and you will be taken to that page where you can grab a ticket and you can go through the workshop or the workshops, I should say, because we're going to be adding that second one there. But that's it, guys. I think we are, I think we're done here today. And uh, if you guys want us to do more of these, drop that in the comments as well. Let us know that this was helpful, but then let us know. If you want us to do more of these, we need a lot of love in the comments. Let us know. Give us that energy back and uh, we might just, might just do that we might do more of these so that's it guys that's going to wrap it up as always take care take action have an awesome amazing day and we'll see you right back here on the next session take care guys take care